Welcome to Self-Styled Life, the podcast designed to support professional women to aim high in their careers and create lives that are way beyond just fine. I'm Janelle Wiesack, a certified life and style coach. I also happen to have 30 years experience and counting in the corporate world. I've learned a thing or two over the years and today I support my clients to create tailor-made self-styled lives, which they do using my signature framework that intentionally combines clarity, mindset and action. In these episodes, I'll be sharing the concepts, tools and techniques to help you get clear and confident about the career and life you want, dance with your self-doubt and take the next step towards your dreams and goals. These same approaches have supported my clients to create incredible change in their lives. My clients have tapped into their strengths, built their self-belief and learned to live life their way. And now it's your turn. You deserve more than a life that's fine. You deserve true fulfillment and days that feel fabulous. You deserve your very own self-styled life. Hello, hello, fabulous human. How are you today? I hope you are having an awesome day wherever you are in the world and whatever you're up to. It's such an honour to be able to be a part of your day with this episode of The Self-Styled Life. In today's episode, I want to head into some controversial territory and talk about the links between style and confidence and the impact that style can have on the way you feel about yourself and the world around you. And I want to give you some tips so that you can use your style to support you when you are out doing your thing in the world. But before I get to all of that, I want to remind you about Permission Granted, a free tool that I created to support you in self-styling your life. She's a beautifully styled creation, 20 pages long and a real mix of explanation and exercises. I've included some truly foundational pieces that will help you start working and living in a way that feels true for you. If you haven't already, make sure you download your copy from JanelleWiesack.com. Just head to the resources page to find it. And of course, we'll include a link in the show notes of this episode. My hope is that you find it super helpful and that it gets you started on your own self-styled life journey. Okay, so let's crack on with today's coaching subject, which is the link between style and confidence. It's such an important topic and partially explains why my very first coaching qualification was as a style coach. For so many of us, style and how we present ourselves to the world is our first step in building our self-belief, our self-trust and our confidence. But it's easy to downplay the links between how we are dressed and our confidence levels. We've been conditioned to believe that being concerned about trivial things like style or fashion brand us as vain or superficial. But somewhat controversially, I completely disagree. Feel free to call me shallow, but I know that style and confidence are absolutely linked. And the emerging field of fashion psychology and related research supports that that view. Your clothing choices can impact your confidence and your mood. One of my favourite studies was Zoe Shaughnessy's 2017 study of breast cancer survivors and their relationship to clothing. Now that study found that women's attire could be used to make them feel better about themselves following the life-saving and life-changing surgeries that they'd had to have. These same results though can apply to those of us who have been fortunate enough to avoid a life-threatening illness as well. The more effort you put into your daily style, the more confidence you'll have in your day. We all know that when we think we've nailed an outfit, we also feel like we can take on the world, at least for that day, because the opposite is also true. 
Throw on any old thing, brush your hair and makeup, and there's a strong chance that you'll be feeling less confident, especially if something unexpected happens, like an urgent meeting with your boss or you run into your ex-husband's new wife. In fact, when those things happen, your inner critic might go into overdrive, compounding how you feel about the situation. This is a topic I've been speaking on and, as I said, studying now for years. I can actually remember the first time I spoke publicly about style and confidence. It was a long, long time ago now, and I was being interviewed by a big-time Australian author, coach and speaker on the topic of developing confidence. She used our interviewer's bonus content in a career enhancement program she runs. Anyhow, during our interview, the focus was mainly on how women might build confidence in the corporate environment, obviously a topic that remains close to my heart after 30 years in corporate and recently graduating as a self-belief coach and mainly working with clients in the corporate and professional space. It was an awesome chat and eventually, perhaps inevitably, we touched on the topic of style. Because for so many of us, like I said earlier, how we present ourselves to the world is the first step or entry point into building up the many and varied layers of our self-belief and our confidence. It's such a great starting point for this work because how you put yourself together is something that you have ultimate control over in terms of thought and effort. Imagine for a moment that you're an artist. To create a masterpiece you would feel proud of would take thought and effort, And that thought and effort would give you the confidence to share your masterpiece with the world. Same goes here. Increasing the effort you put into how you present yourself to the world improves how you feel and increases the confidence you have in your day. It's also a very easy place to start experimenting in. And you all know how I feel about experimenting when it comes to self-belief and self-trust. And while it might be a disappointing facet of society today... The fact remains that women are still judged by society on how they look or how they present themselves to the world. This is in spite of the fact that we're told worrying about our appearance is superficial, mind you. But judged we are, and as a result, we judge ourselves on how we look. While it might be an unpopular view, I believe it will be a while before this changes in our world. So in the meantime, we need to do what we can to build our confidence, self-belief and self-acceptance. The world doesn't change quickly, unfortunately, and we don't want or need to feel crappy while we wait. Now, I need to be clear here, this isn't about dressing for others, nor am I suggesting that you need to spend a fortune or go out and buy a whole new wardrobe. I'm not even suggesting you need to buy any new pieces, although if that's what you'd like to do, I'm absolutely here for it. This, though, for me, is about dressing in a way that feels good for us, wearing clothing with the feel-good factor. It's also contextual. Sunscreen, lip gloss and a ponytail might be all you need to feel good about yourself while going on a beach walk. That same look, though, may not support you on a day where you need to make a big presentation or you're meeting with your new partner's sister. So with all of that as preamble and context, the question naturally arises. How can you start to use style to support your confidence? Here are four places you might like to start. Number one, remember what you were wearing when you've been at your most confident. It's easy to look back on the days where our confidence wasn't so great and beat ourselves up about how we looked or what we wore. But a more empowering tactic is to remember the days where your style confidence was sky high and learn the associated lessons. What were you wearing on that day? Think about the particular outfit carefully. What was it that left you feeling so great? Was it the comfortable cut of your jacket, the colour combination, the height of your heels, the softness of the fabric? The fact that you nailed the dress code, even though you were still in denim? 
whatever it was, look for ways to incorporate those confidence-boosting elements into future outfits. Be intentional about it. Doing this also builds your self-trust. Over time, you'll build more and more go-to outfits. Now, speaking of go-to outfits, they're actually the central plank of my second point. Invest some time in creating confidence-boosting outfits. I think of outfits like networks. You never know when you'll need them, so they're worth cultivating today. And there is nothing worse than trying on 17 outfits before you set off for the day. It's exhausting and it tends to make you late. I know because for a long time that was absolutely me. And I know as we move into the phase of the pandemic where we're leaving our computer screens and heading back into the office that many women are finding it really challenging uh, to work out what to wear on any given day. Which is where go-to outfits can solve the problem. Take the research you did back in point one and use it to build a number of go-to outfits. It doesn't take a huge amount of time to create a few confidence-boosting looks. One of the tips I give my clients is to build your outfits around core basics. For me, the basics include things like my favourite stretchy black blazer, high-waisted skinny jeans, high-waisted black pants, and the classic white tops and shirts. With those pieces acting as my Christmas tree, I can add in any decorations I like, uh, which I tend to describe in terms of fabric. My decorations include velvet, leather, and cashmere. And sometimes I'll add in a bit of lace too. I also create these outfits around how I want to feel for the day. Depending on the day, I might want to feel creative or more glamorous, relaxed or sharp. The night before or in the morning while I'm in the shower, I think about how I want to feel for the day and choose one of my outfits to suit. One final point here, when you do come up with some outfits you like, take a photo of them on your phone and don't be afraid to replicate looks in different colour palettes. When you're on a good thing, you are allowed to stick to it. Anyway, when you're stuck for inspiration, you can go back through those photos on your phone and it's a good reminder of outfits that you want to pop together so that you feel strong, sharp, whatever it is that you want to feel for the day. Okay, number three, understand your triggers and dress to negate them. If we take a moment or two to connect with ourselves, something that many of us don't do quite often enough, we'll know though the people and the situations that can rock our confidence. A presentation or a big meeting at work, a family lunch at the home of your gorgeous sister-in-law, checking into a five-star hotel or simply eating in their swanky restaurant, there can be thousands of trigger points for us where we just don't feel like we're showing up in the world as good as we could. These are the days you need to take extra care with your appearance and create an outfit that makes you feel so good you don't have to give it another thought. An outfit that puts a spring in your step and underpins your confidence for the day. Like I said earlier, that outfit doesn't have to be new or expensive, it just has to feel right for you. And what about the days when the triggers pop up out of the blue? While you don't always have to be dressed to the nines, it is worth taking the time to dress every day in a way that won't make you feel bad about yourself if an unexpected trigger comes across your path. Those go-to outfits we talked about creating earlier are always a great place to start for either a big day or just a normal day where you still want to feel good. An added benefit of dressing in this way is that you'll become known for always looking pulled together. And let's be honest, there are worse things to be known for. 
Okay, finally, tip four. Listen to what you are telling yourself about how you look. Remember that question that I ask all of the time and that women always get wrong? The question is, who do you spend the most time with? It's important for all areas of your life to understand that you spend all of your time with you and that you're invariably talking to yourself the whole time too. Therefore, it's important to watch what you say to yourself. Women are often their own worst enemies, repeatedly telling themselves that they've dressed inappropriately, underdressed, overdressed, whatever it is, or that they look horrible or something equally as nasty. How we show up in the world is one area where our inner critic can have an absolute field day. If you catch yourself saying something in your own mind that you wouldn't say to a friend, then stop and examine your thoughts. Do it immediately. Challenging yourself as to whether your thoughts are fair and accurate is usually a good place to start because often your thoughts will be neither fair nor accurate. And yet so many women believe that they are. A kind and honest chat with yourself can sometimes turn your confidence around. Another option to deal with your own confidence-sapping thoughts is to switch your focus immediately to one thing you like about your appearance, however small. Compliment yourself on your perfect lip colour or your cute shoes. Remember that like attracts like, so one positive thought is likely to bring on a whole lot more, which will in turn increase your confidence. Okay, lovely one, there we have it. All of my controversial views on the links between style and confidence and four tips on how you can use your style to support your confidence. Just to recap on those four tips for you again. Number one, take note of what you were wearing on a day when you felt unstoppably confident and mix elements of that outfit into your wardrobe choices going forward. Number two, invest time in advance to create some go-to confidence enhancing outfits. Number three, understand your triggers and dress in a way that negates them. And finally, number four is to be vigilant with the stories you are telling yourself. Manage your thoughts. Okay, I really hope this episode has given you a new and supportive way to think about your self-trust and self-belief and how you might build it. And I'm curious to know if you've ever given any thought to the links between style and confidence and whether you use your style choices to bolster your self-belief. Feel free to share by shooting me an email or an Insta DM. I would love to hear your views on the topic. I'll be back soon with another episode of the Self-Styled Life podcast. But in the meantime, please, please stay fabulous. Thanks so much for listening to today's episode. If you enjoyed it, I'd be super grateful if you hit the subscribe button or even took a moment to leave a review. And if you want more support, head to janellewiesack.com and grab the free toolkit especially designed to help you build your self-styled life. I'll be back soon with another episode, which I couldn't deliver without the production skills of Darcy Bruce or the creative support of Jenna from Jenna Lee Biz. But until then, stay fabulous. Mm -hmm.